0: Hey listeners, this is Corbin. Alan is not joining me today, and I will talk on that in just a minute, but I am going to get to my thoughts over Men in Black 3, so... Don't be confused thinking this is the third and final installment until Men in Black International of our Men in Black Retrospective series. I'm going to be giving you my thoughts, but before that, I wanted to address why Alan is not joining me here today. And that is because Alan has made a massive cross-country move. To further his career, he is working on a major project right now, which is taking up all of his time. He is incredibly busy, so busy that he barely gets a break in before bedtime until he wakes up and starts working the next day. So we talked about it. We came up with this plan That this uh, retrospective series, Men in Black, I would finish up with my thoughts. I didn't want to leave you all hanging with just the first two installments. And not give you our thoughts over the third installment at least. So we're going to do... I'm going to give you my thoughts over that. Whereas Alan will give you his thoughts over Men in Black 3 um, in the future. Don't worry, we'll be hearing his thoughts as well. But you might be wondering if Alan is really busy. Is Corbin just going to finish up all of these retrospective series that we are kind of coming to for the uh, for the first half of the year? And the answer is No. We were supposed to jump back into M. Night Shyamalan and begin Back to the Future here pretty soon. Uh, We won't be doing that. Don't worry. We still will continue with those reviews, but they are just going on hiatus until Alan is done with uh, the big project that he is working on to further his career. So I do want to give you all a timetable. I would say that Alan will hopefully be able to start recording again and we will be able to pick up these retrospective series in roughly about two months now don't worry silver screen guide will still release weekly episodes every monday you can come here and find a brand new movie review with a retrospective series so we talked about it and in the meantime my dad and i are going to be starting a star trek retrospective series which is really cool because he saw the movies in the theater when they first premiered he has knowledge of the tv show And all of the other things surrounding those original Star Trek movies and some of the newer Star Trek movies with Picard, those will kind of be new territory for the both of us. So we are going to be starting a Star Trek retrospective series, which I'm very excited about. This is a classic series that will be fun to talk about, especially with my dad, who remembers seeing the movie in the theater and he can relate those firsthand thoughts to you and then me coming to the series i've seen some of the movies a long time ago but it'll be nice to refresh um, with those movies and give you my thoughts how do they hold up in the year 2019 so i'm very excited to bring you the star trek retrospective series so listeners i don't want you to worry we will have great content for you every single monday and alan will be back we will continue to do those reviews in about two months. So once that, re- for once those are all finished up, uh, we will be starting the second half of the year with brand new retrospective series. And I can't reveal all of them to you just now, but I'm going to give you a bit of a teaser to hopefully get you excited for the reviews to come later in the year. We will be doing our Rambo series again. We've reviewed all of those movies, so go ahead and uh, catch up on a Rambo retrospective series, which was actually our first one we ever did about... Two, three years ago now, actually. So, we will be coming back with Rambo Last Blood, which supposedly will be the final installment. So, we're both very excited to revisit the Rambo series, and it'll be fun to listen to our old reviews, considering that was our first retrospective series. And also, later this year, we will be reviewing all of the Terminator films, including all of the multiple cuts. We will be talking about the timelines what could it, what connects with which one it's all very confusing but not as confusing as halloween um those are cult classics or the latter ones are hated by most fans and that will all lead up to the new terminator dark fate which is supposed to be a direct sequel to what many consider the best one in the franchise, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. So we are very excited to be coming to you with those uh, reviews and retrospective series later in the year. So I just wanted to give you a PSA. I wanted to give you a heads up so I don't want you to be confused next week when we release the first episode of our Star Trek series with Star Trek The Motion Picture. Just remember, M. Night Shyamalan is on hiatus. Back to the Future is on hiatus and also when Alan does able to come back, we he will give you his thoughts over Men in Black 3 and then we will review Men in Black International then. So for now, I want to give you my thoughts over Men in Black 3. The film came out May twenty fifth, 2012, which was about seven years ago now. It takes a long time for these Men in Black films to be made because the third one came out 10 years after the second one. They pulled out all the stops for it. It was released in 3D and IMAX 3D. It had just a gargantuan budget of $225 million, which is bigger than the first Avengers film, and audiences were very excited. I remember seeing the trailer for it in the theater with Will Smith, jumping through time when the first person point of view after that tall building i hadn't seen the men in black series as you well know if you've listened to our first two episodes which i recommend you go out and check before you listen any further on this episode but nevertheless it was a Pretty big hype for uh, Men in Black 3 to be coming back, especially with more so modern abilities and uh, technologies concerning film. Audiences gave it a B, which was the same as Men in Black 2. I will say the Rotten Tomato score is a lot higher at 68% compared to the previous 39%, although it's still nowhere near as certified fresh as the 92% of the original at the box office domestically it grossed 179 million foreign 225 for a worldwide total of 624 million so while here in the united states it didn't do great i would say it still did very very well overall it did do great worldwide and it was number 1 opening weekend with 54 million dollars now the other movies that weekend were men in black 3 avengers battleship The Dictator and Chernobyl Diaries that capped out the top five. But the interesting thing to note is that despite being the highest to gross worldwide of all the three films, it comes in dead last domestically, even adjusting for inflation. Now, I'm going to give you my final thoughts here right away, and there is potential spoilers in these final thoughts, so if you haven't seen Men in Black 3 and you don't want the film spoiled for you, then I suggest you click pause right now, go watch Men in Black 3, and come back to hear my thoughts over the film. So, once again, Men in Black 3 is an okay movie, just like the first one, and it is a slight improvement over the second one. But, really, this film is just mediocre. I appreciate they bring in actual character development with Jay and his father, but it's just too late to create any genuine depth. The relationship between Kay as a father figure to Jay should have been explored more so. It would have had more of an impact throughout the film. Time traveling is fun, the villain looks cool, neat visuals, except almost no other aliens are present in this film, and Boris is a very basic-looking alien, maybe to curb the alien overload from the previous film. Honestly, out of the trilogy, though, this is my favorite installment, but it's one I'll likely rarely return to. Men in Black 3 receives 6 stars out of 10, with a very mild recommend. Now, I am really looking forward to Men in Black International. We will still be reviewing that film. That will be coming to you um, not as soon as we would have thought, but still probably within about two months you'll have the review for Men in Black International. I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Um, One tidbit that Alan and I will be discussing later, but I would have thought was really interesting to have seen was there was supposed to be a Men in Black and 21 Jump Street crossover film. And that was going to be done by Chris Miller and Phil Lord, who are very famous for the Lego movie, Claudia the a Chance of Meatballs. Uh, they're kind of infamous for being fired from Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah, as you can tell, 21 Jump Street and Men in Black, that crossover film was scrapped. I doubt that we will ever see it. It was supposed to be called MIB 23. It's probably not going to happen. Nevertheless, a neat idea. But thank you, listeners, for joining me and hearing my thoughts over Men in Black 3. I'm curious to know, what are your thoughts over Men in Black 3? Is this your favorite in the franchise as well? Also, don't forget to check out our Patreon page where we have bonus episodes, where we have extra reviews, Q&As, you can ask us anything, our thoughts over the latest movie, news and trailers, film commentary, so you can watch a film and hear our commentary along with the film as well. You spend money on a Starbucks cup of coffee or on your favorite fast food snack, you eat it and it's gone. But with this content, it's yours to keep. Not only is it yours to keep and you get some extra fun bonus content as well, you can even get to know us a bit better. But also, it does help us keep the lights on over here at Silver Screen Guide. It helps pay for the cost to bandwidth and storage. It's not free, and it's not necessarily cheap. So it does really help us. That money doesn't go into our pockets. We do not take that money and go spend it. We put that money into ensuring that this remains a free show for you to listen to, every monday and just improving content on the website making it a nicer cleaner more interactive and exciting experience for you we want you to be Excited about it. And the way to do that is to support us. And we really, really do appreciate your support. All the details are in the link in the descriptions below. They're very easy to find. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter. You can even follow us through email if you go to our website and just sign up over there. Lots of ways to stay connected with us. And don't forget to just click subscribe right here on the podcast. That way you'll never miss an episode. They will always be delivered to you every Monday. And don't forget to tell your friends and family about server screen guide we love talking about movies and we love talking about them with you it's not just for us just to talk to each other we created a community of film fans that love cinema whether they have seen ten thousand movies or they've only seen a couple hundred throughout their life uh, we can still find common things to talk about and over cross-generational it's not just for young people it's for all ages for everyone as well well Probably more so likely if you're an older teenager or adult and a younger teenager as well. Not really necessarily for kids. We don't really review kids' movies here. But nevertheless, it still is always a clean show. We, we don't cuss. We don't insert things that you're going to have to shut the radio, uh, turn the dial off really quickly because you don't want your kids to hear. So we do keep that show clean because we do know people listen with their family around I don't want there to be any surprises with my kids and what they're listening to. So we try and do that same service for you. Once again, listeners, you all are incredible. We appreciate the support so much ever since we started Silver Screen Guide. We're super excited. Don't forget to tell your friends and family about the Star Trek retrospective series. That will definitely be a cross-generational one. I think a lot of people will be excited about You can listen to it. Go back and watch the movies with your parents, with your grandparents, with your aunt and uncles, and get their thoughts over what they thought of Star Trek because, nevertheless, that was a phenomenon before Star Wars. So that'll be really cool to talk about. We'll be coming to you next week with our review and the kickoff of our retrospective series with Star Trek The Motion Picture.